Alright, I was recommended to post this here. I hope it's the right place, and that I can get some kind of answer as to what the hell happened to me. I'm not really sure where to start, so I guess I'll just get straight into it. Yesterday, when I was cleaning my room, something caught my attention out of the corner of my eye. Outside of my window, I saw a car pulling out of our driveway, but that's not what caught my attention. It was the fact that it was my car. Now at first, I wasn't too weirded out, because at the time my mom was still home, and she sometimes uses it if her car isn't working, or somebody else is using hers. I was getting ready to wave at her to say goodbye, when I saw who was driving the car. My heart immediately sunk into my stomach, and I got a really horrible panicked feeling. It felt like I couldn't breathe. It felt almost like I had just dropped from reality, and everything seemed so fake. After just a few seconds of staring in absolute shock, just before the other me had fully pulled out of the driveway, they slammed on the brakes and looked up at the window. At me. I couldn't believe what I was seeing, so I immediately ran downstairs as fast as I could and ran outside. As I went out the door, I felt like I got punched in the stomach. After a few seconds of standing there and catching my breath, I decided to check. My car was still parked in the driveway, like nothing ever happened. I wasn't completely sure if what had happened had actually happened, so I sat down outside on the stairs for a moment, just trying to get back to reality, and wrap my head around what the hell had just happened to me. After about what must have been at least 30 minutes, I decided to get up and go back inside. I tried telling my mom what had happened, but she told me to just go along with my day. Similar things have happened to her, and I probably just imagined it. I tried my best to believe her, but I knew it had to be something more. It felt so real. About three hours later, my dad called me and asked if I wanted to meet him at a record store. After I finished getting ready and told my mom where I was heading, I grabbed my keys and walked out the door. I got in the car and started backing out, but as I was about to get to the edge of the driveway, I got an overwhelming feeling of dread and panic again, so much so that it caused me to slam on my brakes and put it in park so I could breathe for a second. As I took a deep breath and went to rest my head on the steering wheel, I remembered what happened earlier and felt even more panicked. I looked up at my window and saw the blinds move a little, and a dark sort of… shadow? I don't have a better explanation. It moved quickly away from the window, and I knew what was happening. So I opened my car door, and walked up to my front door, opened it, and felt that exact same feeling as I did earlier, like I had been punched in the stomach. After calming down, the rest of the day seemed relatively normal but I've felt paranoid ever since. I told my friend about what had happened, and they told me they've read about similar things happening on this subreddit and said I should post it here. 
nothing has felt completely real ever since. Maybe I can get some answers. Edit. I'd just like to thank you all for the amount of support I've gotten from this post. I honestly assumed it would get lost among the others, so thanks to everybody. I now have a couple things to look into, such as biolocation, astral projection, doppelgangers, and even the possibility that I got caught in some kind of time loop. I wasn't one to believe in the paranormal and thought there was always some sort of logical explanation to things, but this has made me look at the world under a whole different light. Of course, with the research on these topics comes the more explainable possibilities, and I've been told by a few people that I should see a psychiatrist for what I've experienced. I've decided I'll be doing that too, along with researching all of the other possible things that may have happened. If you honestly care about what ends up happening, I'd recommend saving this post, as I'll definitely be adding more updates in the future. Thank you for reading. March 3rd and 4th of 2019 was the period in which I somehow experienced two glitches in a 24-hour period. Our faculty Catholic student congregation was holding a weekend retreat slash outing at a retreat house in a small town, an hour from the university, with the freshman year students being introduced to the congregation's organizational activities. After the fun and games of Saturday night, March 2nd, went beyond our supposed bedtimes, I went to bed. However, I had no intention of sleeping for long, because there was a football match that night, and so, after nodding off at 1am, I woke up at 3 to watch the match on my phone. Fast forward a few hours, the retreat was finished and we prepared for our return to university. Since I was part of the retreat's committee, I had the privilege of not boarding the tour bus the juniors had to use. But since my A. personal driver was out of town for a relative's wedding, and B. I had no driver's license, I hitched a ride with my friend, who also happens to be a distant relative of mine, hereby referred to as F. We were one of the last people to leave the retreat house, since we were the ones carrying the bulk of the equipment. We decided to tailgate one of my other friend's cars, hereby referred to as V, a gray minivan which F recognizes very well down to the license plate. But as we arrived at the first major intersection with the closest major road from the retreat house, V's minivan went down a small alley, which none of us knew where it leads to. One thing's for sure, that alley does not lead back home. Anxious as to whether V and the other occupants of the minivan, there were five people, including V, might end up lost, F immediately called V, warning her that she was on the wrong path. But then she revealed something that shocked us both. The minivan was approximately half a mile away from where we were, and the worst part? There was an extremely long traffic jam on both lanes. We later found out that it stemmed from a single parking lot, 
meaning overtaking was impossible, even on a scooter, let alone a minivan. And yet, F and I both witnessed V's minivan entering the alley. We considered ourselves very lucky that we stopped tailgating the mysterious minivan. Fast forward a few hours later, something else happened that I couldn't explain, although I'm not sure if it's related to the previous incident. I've had a bad habit of waking up early to eat breakfast, and then going back to sleep for an hour or so before going to uni. That morning, I woke up for breakfast, went downstairs, gulped down my scrambled eggs, and went back to sleep. When I woke up, I checked my phone only to realize that it was my normal wake-up time. I was baffled and it only got more confusing when I realized that the scrambled eggs had just been cooked. Meaning, I hadn't had breakfast. Has anyone experienced anything similar to either of these? Any sort of explanation would be good. We were in the mountains of West Virginia, at a nice-sized cabin by the flowing river. We sat by a campfire, slowly burning out as the night continued. Then, before we called it a night, we heard it. It was the sound of an owl. Now at first, you may think, how is that scary? But what we heard wasn't a normal owl. It was as if a human verbally said who out loud in the night. My friend was on his phone texting a group chat as it happened. I looked at him and said, did you hear that? He said he did. We both agreed that it sounded like a human and not a real owl. We heard it again, and then we ran inside. That's not where it ends, though. A few months after it happened, me and what I thought was another friend, we'll call him S., were talking about scary stuff that we had experienced. So I brought up the time that my friend, we'll call him C, and I heard a strange owl outside that sounded like a human. The thing he said back was questionable to say the least. He said, What are you talking about? That was me, not C. At first, I didn't believe him. But as we continued talking, he said more and more things that added up to what I remembered. He pretty much convinced me that I was wrong. Later that night, we all got on a call together and talked about it. C had said that he was there and he was the one that heard the owl. And we all were skeptical of each other until C said he specifically remembered looking towards the top of the trees and sitting in the double chairs that we had. S said that he did the exact same thing. Then, he turned around and remembered looking toward the top of the trees. I know that it's a general thing to do, and not hard evidence, but another thing may convince you that they have the same memory. C left for a minute, and when he came back, me and S asked him if he remembered a branch breaking, and he said, no, I don't. We were testing him. There was no branch that broke, and he passed that test. So, we had to figure he was telling the truth. I've asked both of them separately if they're joking, and they both said they're telling me the truth, so... 
I don't know if we experienced something paranormal or something with aliens. We do have cameras though, so we'll be checking who was there at the time. I'll try to post an update when I have an answer. This happened earlier last week at my sister's house. She lives about five minutes from me and has a one-year-old baby girl who, when she goes to sleep, has a baby monitor in her room to make sure everything is okay. Anyway, my sister had just finished putting my niece to sleep and I was watching her on the baby monitor. Nothing crazy, and it was during the middle of the week around 7.30pm. Well, my sister comes down and we make some small talk while I'm on my phone. Then, I randomly decide to check the baby monitor, where there's a clear view of a rocking chair in place about three feet away from the crib. I saw myself sitting there, wearing a t-shirt and shorts, looking down at my phone in the rocking chair. I was freaking horrified and I screamed to my sister about it, and it scared the hell out of her. I'd never seen anything like it in my life, and I didn't know how to react. When I looked up, and she came rushing over to check the monitor, I was gone. Nothing. Just my niece sleeping in her crib in the dark. Rocking chair, totally empty. Obviously, we had to go check on her niece, and I was terrified and my sister had a bat, but there was no one there but her. Nothing was out of place. I wasn't wearing what I had on that night, though. I was clearly wearing a white t-shirt and gym shorts with Nikes on. I had my glasses on, and you could see bright cell phone screens in the dark as I hunched over to look at it. I never looked at the camera, but I could tell it was me, and I've not been able to sleep much since then. I can't get that picture out of my head, and the baby monitor doesn't record video or else I would have gone back and looked. It was probably the craziest thing to ever happen to me in my life. I wasn't high or drunk or anything like that. It was just a normal weekday after work. Edit. To clarify a question that has been asked a lot, no. I've never sat in that rocking chair before and definitely not wearing what I saw in the video. The only time I've been in that room is during the day, but I never have sat in that rocking chair before while on my phone. Hey everyone, I love reading all of your stories. I'm somewhat new to Reddit and usually lurk only. Since reading everyone's glitch stories, it hit me. I think I too may have experienced a glitch. Maybe. It was a few years ago now, but it happened to both my sister and I. We were hanging out at home and decided we needed more snacks from the store, so I volunteered to be the one to go. Our cars were parked in the driveway, hers behind mine, so she handed me her keys and said take her car. Why bother playing musical cars, just take mine, it's easier. So I head out to the store, get what we need, and then head home. 
The whole time, I had only my sister's keyring, which was kind of hard to miss. My younger sister loves to collect stuff on her keyring, so it's an eyesore. And my wallet. I pull into the driveway, grab a few bags from the seat next to me, take the keys out of the ignition, and head into the house. I put the bags down and start taking out the food and whatnot, and we watch a movie, blah blah blah. I didn't realize at the time that I didn't seem to put her keys down anywhere when I came home. I was honestly just worried about the snacks. Now, the weird part. Later on, around four in the afternoon, my sister goes to leave for work. She's a waitress, and she's looking for her keys. I realize, hey, I didn't take them in the house, I must have just dropped them. I know I had them in my hand when I got out of the car. Her car beeps like crazy when you leave the keys in it. So we go to look outside because, again, I must have just dropped them. They are nowhere to be found. Nowhere. It's only a ten-foot walk from where I parked in the driveway to our garage. They are nowhere. Not in her car, not on the ground, not in the house, just nowhere. They actually disappeared. I don't know how, but they did. I ended up having to take her to the dealership to get a new $150 key. That was all about six years ago. We still have yet to find that key ring, and we talk about it all the time. Well, hey there, friends. I hope you enjoyed this collection of Glitch in the Matrix stories. A couple good ones in there, some interesting glitches, uh, some doppelganger stories almost. Memory issues, keys disappearing, some, some cool stuff, actually. I really enjoy these Glitch in the Matrix story, and I would appreciate it if you would leave a comment letting me know if you did enjoy these and which one was your favorite. And also, would you guys like more of these stories? Because I plan to do quite a few of them this month, so... If you did enjoy this and would like more content like this, please do consider joining the Nevermore. To join the Nevermore, all you have to do is hit that subscribe button, makes you part of the Nevermore. Make sure to hit that bell icon and hit all to be notified when I post new videos. You can also support the Nevermore by visiting my pages on social media or my website. You can also support through Patreon or Coffee. Patreon supporters get early access to all videos and other special merchandise. Really working on getting that stuff shipped out here ASAP. I know I'm kind of behind on some of it. My apologies. Life is life. I'm not going to go there. Um, Yeah, so I really would appreciate it if you guys would consider it. If it doesn't happen, it's fine. All of support is optional, and all of it, again, greatly appreciated from the bottom of my heart. I hope you all have a fantastic Wednesday. I hope to see you on the next video, and I hope you're doing well out there. Um, Yeah, just... So, sleep well.